bless us. But uh, maybe it's cold somewhere. So hats, gloves, scarves, anything like that, please do bring for the month of January. Also, if you're not able to, to purchase anything, that's totally okay. Bring a shoebox because we need them very much. We had, a, you know, we were able to put together a couple dozen last week, um, last week, last month, and, uh, and that was because you had donated so many shoeboxes, so thank you so very much. If you'd like to donate some cash for that, for the shipping, um, right now we know it's $9. Who knows what it'll be at the end of the year, but uh, if you have a little money to set aside for that, that'd be great. Any way that you can help and contribute, we'd appreciate it. Today we have Dr. Tatum and Sister Tatum with us. We're very excited. Thank you so very much. First day of the year. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy ourselves in the Lord. Also, go over and and have some food afterward. If you're not planning to stay, change your plans. If you're watching, and you you get hungry, um, you just come on, get ready. You know, bring your phone in to to put get your makeup on and all that stuff. Listen to the service, and then come over for for lunch. Whatever it takes, just come on, uh, because we have we have plenty, and uh, and we'd love to fellowship with you any other announcements we will let you know but um but we're glad that you are here today on the first day and y'all know that that i always say uh, instead of instead of picking a resolution pick a word because it makes it easier to accomplish if you pick a word and we're y'all we're in a series called you know called use your words so pick a word that will be useful to you this year as we as we have our service today whatever the lord speaks to you ask him to to drop something into your spirit we have talked about beginning our year with fasting uh, right now jeff has on the on our website uh, new devotionals for this year, he has some messages about fasting. Uh, so, so please use those resources. And as you fast in these first three weeks, ask the Lord to drop in your spirit a word that could be useful to you to accomplish this year. Amen. Because uh, we're starting with purpose. We are we are accomplishing things for the Lord this year. Amen. Let's stand and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask Him to have His will in the service. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this day. You are so good to us, and we love You. Father, we are thankful that we are able to join together with other believers today. Lord, that we're able to come on this first Sunday of the year to celebrate You, to give You thanks for all that You have done for us. God, to just give You worship for what You did in 2021, but to say the past is over and we are moving forward. God, we thank you and we praise you that you woke us up this morning and that you gave us the strength to be in your house. God, I thank you for each person who is watching today that they have the capabilities of being with us uh, on live stream. God, I just ask that your will be done in each and every life of every single person who is here and who is watching. God, your anointing and your strength and your peace be upon each and every one of us, healing and strength. God, I just ask your will be done in everything that is said and done today, from the very first prayer to the very last prayer, that you would be lifted up and glorified and magnified. We thank you, we praise you, we honor you. In Jesus' precious holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Everyone needs 
needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, you can move my mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, heroes and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Thank you, Jesus. So take me as you find me. All my fears and failures And fill my life again I give my life to follow Everything I believe in Now I surrender Lord, I surrender Savior, you can move my mouth the whole world see that we're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see that we're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, you can move my mountains. God, you are mighty to save. You are mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, you rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Savior, you can move my mountains. My God is and conquered the grave Jesus conquered the grave Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Speak to us today God Speak to us today God Be real in your way in this place Every song we could ever sing, worthy.
worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. And you're worthy of every breath we could ever bring. We live for you. We live for you. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. You're worthy of every song we could ever sing. And you're worthy of all the praise we could ever breathe. And you're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Sing Jesus the name. My Jesus, the name above every other name. And Jesus, the only one who could ever say. You are worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. God, we live for you. And we sing holy. There is no one. Open up my eyes in wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder. Who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. Oh, and I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you alone, and I will not be shaken. I will build my life upon your Open up my eyes in one. 
you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Here I am, and here I stand, Lord, my life is in your hand. Lord, I'm longing to Away. Let that be your prayer this morning. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Take my heart and take my life as a living sacrifice. All my dreams and all my plans, Lord, I place them in your hands. Away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Lord, I give myself away so you can use me. Take my heart. Take my heart and take my life as a living sacrifice. All my dreams and all my plans, Lord, I place them in your hands. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. Lord, I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Give myself away so you 
for you today. Jesus, just surrender to him this morning. Sing out. I give myself away so he can use me. I give myself away. Lord, I give myself away so you can use me. Give him praise this morning for what he's going to do. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sister Powell, I feel like most of us 
the instructions to come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God loves our worship. Amen, 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 amen. It is so good to be in his house the first Sunday of a new year. Praise God. Praise God. And to have his blessings to wake up and to have good health. Oh, hallelujah. And we will take a moment for that portion again uh, today rather than later to brag on the Lord Jesus Christ if you have a testimony. Now, just a moment, because I wanted to mention a word. Now, a lot of words come through some of the singing here. Show me, feel me, lead me. Boy, how about that? Oh, those are good thoughts. Now, the first thing that comes to my mind whenever she mentioned, let's choose a word rather than a, um, what do they call them? Resolution. And I understand, I've, I've heard, I don't know how factual it is, that normal, that our resolutions last till January 15th. Now, I'm not sure that's factual, but it sounds close. It sounds close. The first word that came to my mind when she mentioned that this morning was ready. Lord, help me to be rapture ready. Huh. Somebody jump over the church with the preacher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be rapture ready. The next word that came to my mind was submit. And we understand the word of God that teaches us to submit ourselves unto the Lord. Then another word will come out. Resist the devil. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, I'm so thankful this morning for God's love and His blessing in my life. I thank God for a 2022. You remember 1999, December, and people being scared and afraid and anxious and troubled and just, oh, what are we going to do when the computers crash and what are we going to do whenever we can't uh, uh, do this and we can't do that because the changeover is going to be great. People buying Lowe's out with their generators and Home Depot thinking that lights, oh, what are we going to do? Folks, you need to understand something, and I believe you do. God's cared for us this long. He'll... <laughs> Now, he knows. He knows what the future holds. He knows tomorrow. He knows next Friday. He knows it already. And my God holds it all in his hand. And if we'll trust him 
just like he's brought us to this point, he'll take us all the way home. Glory, I'm feeling good. I don't know. It may be good to preach today. I don't know. I'm hoping it will be. Praise God. But I do thank God. I was thanking God for many things. And a man to come to my mind this morning when I'm walking back and forth to the door to see when the evangelist gets here, uh, our speaker for today. And I thought about, gosh, Amanda must have been about nine years old whenever we come here like that. Or lower, eight, seven years old. Glory. Hallelujah. And, and you know, you, some people talk about being a charter member of the church. No, she was not a charter member of this church in 1948 or whatever it was that it was started. Uh, she wasn't even born there. But isn't it amazing that she's been here the whole while that we've been here? And glory. Now, I'm filling in for one that has been here as well, Brother Mike and Sister Dean. They're not feeling well and have not been feeling well for uh, several days now. And I think they are, uh, my wife said in her correspondence with them just this past week that Sister Dean is getting the worst of it. Praise God. Right, Sister Dean, our prayers are with you. I know you're watching, maybe not now, but you will later. And, and then Sister Rhonda's got deaths that she had to go out of state to attend and help her mom. And, and others are, are sick. We had visitors that were slated to be here for Dr. Tatum's ministering today, and they got sick. And my wife got a text last night that they were sick. So many are sick. Some are on vacation. Some cannot be here. But I say to you, Brother Mike, watching, oh, I'm so sad that you're not able to be here because normally you're here all the time and receiving the offering like I'm going to do this morning. But I want to say one word to you, Brother Mike. You do not have, before you come, if you were to come and have lunch with us after the service, you don't have to put on makeup. Praise God. Well, uh, Sister William said, <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'll tell you, I'm glad I'm a Christian. I'm glad I know Jesus. Is there one more that you'd brag on Jesus this morning for something, anything at all? the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Your sister was not here when we come, but I'll tell you she's been here 
several years since. In fact, I'd say, how, how long has sister been coming? Not long enough. Praise God. That's the only thing i got to say. Not long enough. One more testify. One more brag on Jesus. Has God done something good for you? Praise the Lord. So that one more don't want to testify this morning. Maybe next week. Yeah. Sister Julie has been raising her hand for a while now. And brother, I'm sorry, don't you call her Sister Julie. Her Sister Judith. But but praise God. Amen. Now it does come time for us to receive our tithe and offering. And and whenever we have a guest speaker, you know my policy has always been from the time that I we, we started twenty seven almost twenty seven years ago is that when you put offering in this plate today with a visiting speaker, unless you specify what it goes to, it goes to the evangelist. So if you're putting cash in there for the church, you might need to slide it in an envelope and say, this is for church light bill, this is for this and this is for that, because all your loose cash, and even checks you write, goes to the evangelist. And I can tell you, you... And I cannot give too much for this evangelist today. We cannot give too much. The dynamite preaching, the word of God that comes forth from him, oh, he is a very learned man. But you guys may remember, I said this one time a few weeks ago, I said that, when Jennifer was doing the uh, Ten Commandments or the Ten Words, I said, I really did, said to myself, Dr. Bell needs to hear this. And then I said, Dr. Tatum needs to hear this. It's on our website. I've never heard, I've never heard the Ten Commandments any better. I've never heard it any better. And I heard uh, one of our former general overseers preaching on Ten Commandments uh, from Alabama, uh, Culpepper. I heard him, and, and I, I never heard it any better. Get ready to give your tithe. God has already spoken. God has spoken about some of the offerings, but now I'm speaking for you to give liberal for this offering today for our evangelist, the laborer is worthy of his heart. Father, we just love you for your goodness and your blessings, how good you are to us. You are our master and our king. And we do give ourselves away so that you can use us, O oh God. Now use us for this offering and tithing. Use us, God, to do our very best. In the name of Jesus, would you Bless it and make it bigger and greater than it was wont to be. Please accept our love gifts today as we give out of our heart for love for God. In Jesus' name we ask these favors. Amen. Worship the Lord in your giving.
morning. So good to see each and every one of you. I didn't raise my hand this morning, but um, I'm I'm thankful for the Lord and everything He's done in my life, and I'm so grateful for brother and sister joining. Love you guys. It's now time to receive prayer requests this morning. Sister Hager. Definitely want to pray for Colton and her family and those children going back to school. Gretchen? Pray for brother and sister Mike, brother Mike and sister Dean. Sorry. Pop Pop's back. Brother Mike? Definitely want to pray for brother Mike's family. Sister? Jack and his wife and his children. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Sister. Definitely want to pray for Sister Dean's brother Claude and Sister Keller that she gets to feeling better. Pray for Ken and Diane as well. I know it's tough on them. Sister. Thank you. Continue prayer for Shirley, please. Unspoken 
request raise your hands and stand with me as we take these to the Lord please Thank you. Now it's time to fellowship, if you will.
Thank you for being here. Every one of you, thank you for watching, and we love you all. And I trust that the same spirit that we feel in this house here this morning, that you will feel in your house while you're watching. Oh, that same, oh, somebody, jump over the church with the preacher. Amen. Dr. Tatum is... Is just one of the wonderful things that has happened to Western North Carolina. Oh, my land. Dr. Tatum is just 
beyond super. I appreciate him and uh, his wife. We, we come to know them, uh, well, many years ago. I don't even remember. But at camp meeting especially, we had good fellowship. And then I took classes uh, with Dr. Tatum, his teaching there when he was the president of, um, of um, uh, Lee University Extension there in Charlotte, and a magnificent teacher. And Jennifer had courses with him, others that we know of. I don't know if my wife may have had a course, I'm not sure, maybe not. But, but, but he's, a, he's a learned man. But I want to tell you one thing. His learning, his much learning, is not making him mad. His much learning is making him a vessel used by God to bless churches in western North Carolina. We love him. We appreciate him so much and his wife. We just love these folks. Pray for brothers. He comes to minister, and he will bless your heart. God bless you, brother. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor. It's a good. It's good to be with you today. Happy New Year. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I, I I'd like to take just just a moment uh, uh, to begin the service, my part of the service today, by simply doing what you've already been doing around here. Let's take just a moment to worship the Lord. Would you do that, Father? We come unto you and we worship you, Lord. You are worthy of all glory. All honor, all praise. You deserve it, Lord. You're worthy. We've heard that already today, but we want to take just another just another moment to proclaim your worthiness. Hallelujah. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for your divine provision in our life. Thank you for your divine protection in our life. You are so good. We cannot praise you enough. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. I, I understand the, uh, the methods that God has given unto us to praise him. We can lift our hands. We can clap our hands. We can stand. We can bow our heads. We can, we can shout. We can speak words of praise. It seems like that the thought has been coming to me, or it doesn't seem like it has been coming to me, Lord, is there more that I could do? I wish there was, you, you deserve so much more than what I can give just by the things that I do. If, if I could do it, I would. That's how worthy God is of our praise. Amen, amen, amen. It, it is a real joy to be at one of my favorite places with some of my favorite people. I, I'm telling you, I, I love the Cornelius Church of God. I love everyone in here. You're so kind and so uh, welcoming to us. We appreciate it so very, very much. And, and of course, uh, we love the Joyner family, and I love my friend Larry. I'm, I'm sorry, Pastor. You're, I don't want to disrespect, but, but uh, uh, we're friends. We're colleagues in ministry. We, uh, we, we've done many, many things together in ministry. 
I consider him to be my friend. I'm honored that he is my friend. And, uh, and uh, so I appreciate him so very, very much today. Did you, I, I, I heard what Sister Jennifer said, and I, I really like her approach better than, than, than my approach. Rather than making resolutions, uh, do words, make, make words, amen. And, uh, but I, I do want to ask you today, did you make any New Year's resolutions? Um, I didn't. I got tired of breaking them, you know, and uh, so... Uh, uh, but if you did, I would say to you that 2022 right now is about 35 hours old, okay? How many of those resolutions have you been able to keep? I, I like the idea of January 15th. That was, that was good. Uh, but uh, probably if you're like me, you probably, if you had made resolutions, you'd have probably already broken them. So... While in prayer, especially last night as I was thinking about this service, and I want to tell you, being a visiting speaker, uh, you, you want to make absolutely certain that you are going to share something with the congregation that they need. And so as much as I love coming here, I don't come here every week. And so I don't know by knowing you what you need. So I depend upon the Lord yes. to help me share with you the things that uh, he knows that you need. And so I, I hope I didn't miss it. I, I, really, I really don't hope that I uh, miss, didn't or don't miss it. But I begin to feel strongly about a wish list for you for 2022 Re resolutions or whatever you want to call them a word for me and you in this coming year I want to start this morning by reading one of my favorite passages of scripture I think it encompasses basically everything uh, that I want to in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 and um, I want to say that I, I probably will not be giving you the scriptural references for the wish list that I'm going to give to you, but I want you to understand that every one of these has a biblical basis. And, and as I mention them, I'm sure that you will probably be able to, to remember the scripture right there. There may be a couple of them that I will reference scriptures, but Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. We are blessed today, church. And then this is what he says. With all spiritual blessings. All means all. Okay. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word and to the remainder of this service today. Hallelujah. Paul is telling the Ephesian church that they are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Hallelujah. That means that everything in the economy of God that God has, it belongs to you as a Christian. And so again, as I do this wish list that I'm going to share with you, 
I want you to understand that all of these things are yours. They belong to you. God has given them to you whether you recognize it or not and maybe as a result of this message today you will recognize certain things that belong to you they all are yours today right now God's given them to you the first thing that I want to mention today is that I, I, I wish and I want and God wants you to be strengthened with might by God's spirit in the inner man. In other words, God, God wants you to be blessed in your inward self. It, it seems like that that's where the primary uh, operations of God in our life occur inwardly. Now they are certainly manifested outwardly, but, but God touches us inwardly. We, we feel it in our soul. We feel it in our spirit. Now, why would I want that for you? Why would I want you to be strengthened with might in the inner man? The Bible says uh, that, that the outward man perishes. In other words, this outward being that you're looking at right here, it is in a process of perishing. It is in a, it is in a process of dying. It is, it is decaying away. It is, it is going to be gone one of these days. But the Bible says the inward man, that, that, that inward man of the soul, that, that inward man of the spirit, it is being renewed day by day. Did, did you realize that as, as a child of God, that, that as you're worshiping God and as you're praising God and as you're living for God, God is renewing your inward man. That's the reason that you're able to put one step in front of another. That's the reason that you're able to make it. The other day, my, my, my wife and myself, we, we took down the Christmas decorations and we remained married after that fact. But, 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 but anyway, we took down the Christmas decorations and, and, and by the time we got through doing that, I was tired in my physical man, in my outward man. It is perishing. But praise God, I could still be renewed and still be refreshed in my, in my inward man, in my, in my spiritual man. Praise God. So, 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 so God, God under, because of sin, this outward man is again perishing. One of these days, pastor, we're going to get a glorified body. Oh, hallelujah. And, and we're going to get an incorruptible body. But right now, we're in this corruptible mortal body that is going to perish. But inwardly, God says, I'm going to do something for you in your soul. I'm going to do something for you in your spirit. And I'm going to renew that with, with might, with power, with spirit in the inward man. Praise God. The second thing that I would like for us to be uh, uh, our wish list here is I, I want you and I want me to be strong and very courageous. I, I believe we've got to do that in 2022. We needed to do that in 2021, and I'm sure that we did. That's, that's the only reason that we made it. But in 2022, I want us to be strong and very courageous. I, I want us to be these things. I want to be strong and courageous against the devil because he's my adversary. 
and he is out there trying to stop me as a roaring mighty lion seeking him he may devour. And, and I understand that the way I'm going to have to deal with it, I'm going to have to simply stand up. I don't need to be the doormat for the devil. Okay, I, I need to be strong and courageous against the attacks of the devil. I need to tell the devil who's boss. God is boss. He's my father. Jesus is my intercessor. The Holy Ghost is my intercessor. And, and so I need to be strong against the devil. Not only that, but I need to be strong against the world. There is a world out there that hates Christians. Jesus said that's the way that it's going to be. Do you think this world's going to like you? Do you think this world's going to love you? Do you think this world's going to care about you? No. This world hates you because you're different than them. You're a Christian. You're a child of God. You're the light of the world. And they don't like it. The Bible says they love darkness rather than light. And therefore they hate the light because it, it exposes them for what they are in regard to their life. And, and so you're going to have to be very strong and very courageous in regard to the world. You're going to have to be strong and very courageous in regard to the flesh. Yeah, this flesh that I was talking about, that outward man that I was talking about just a moment ago. You're going to have to be strong and courageous again because this flesh, the Bible says, in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. And the Bible says that the flesh is enmity against God. And so because of that, this, this flesh, it, it wants to do the exact opposite of what God wants us to do. And because of that, you're going to have to be strong and very courageous. You're going to have to put this flesh, uh, somebody, you mentioned the word submission a minute ago. You're going to have to put this flesh in submission to the word of God. You're going to have to obey the word of God. This flesh says, I, I want to do this. And the word of God says, no, we, we don't do that. And so what you do is you put this flesh in submission to God's word, strong and courageous in regard to the, in regard to the flesh. And those are basically our three enemies that we fight against. We fight against the world. We fight against the flesh and we fight when we fight fight against the devil and so we're going to have to bring that into submission but when you th when we think about the idea of being strong and very courageous probably there is a passage of scripture that you think about found in Joshua chapter 1 verses 7 and 8 I want to look at that scripture for just a moment I want you to notice something right here for just 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 a moment okay Something that I find very interesting, and really, I, I, I've read it, I can't tell you how many times, but it really just become uh, enlightened to me here, here recently. It's, that's, the, that's the beauty of this word. Yes. You can read it over and over and over again, and come back the hundredth time and find something that you've never seen before. And, 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 and we call it the, the fact that the Bible accumulates meaning between one reading and another. But notice what it says right here. Notice what it says. God is speaking to Joshua. He's getting ready to take the children of Israel into the promised land. And he says these words unto Joshua. He says, only be thou strong and very courageous. Because there is a devil, there is the flesh, and there is the world. 
And I've already mentioned those things. But now I want you to notice what God says in regard to Joshua right here being strong and very courageous. He says that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou, now listen to this that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Notice, again, right here, God, when God tells Joshua, I want you to be strong, and I want you to be very courageous, he doesn't talk about the enemy right here. I, I, I think that's understood. We've already mentioned that. He, he doesn't talk about the, 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 the enemy uh, that, that was in the land. He doesn't talk about the world, the flesh, or the devil. He doesn't talk about those things. He says, I want you to be strong and very courageous that you will keep the law of God. In other words, it, it, takes, it takes strength to obey God today. It takes courage to obey God today. Uh, it, it, again, we live in a world uh, that is in darkness and is not con it is not a conducive place to obeying God. And if you're going to be a Christian, if you're going to serve God, if you're going to follow God, then, then, then you, and, and you're going to obey His rules and His laws and, and His guidelines. And, and I heard you talk about the Ten Commandments right there just a moment ago, and I'll probably mention them again in a minute. If you're going to be a person that obeys the Ten Commandments in this world in which we live, in which they want to wipe the Bible and the Ten Commandments and everything away, if you want to be a Christian, you're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to be courageous in this world. World in which we live. Amen, amen, amen. My God, my God. But why do I want you? Why, why does God want you to be strong and very courageous enough that you will obey the law of God, that you will not turn to the right hand or, or, or to the left, but you will follow it and, and you will observe it. You, you, will, you will keep it. You will maintain it. The Bible tells you right there in that passage of Scripture why. Number one, that you will be prosperous. Oh, hallelujah. I hope you have a prosperous new year. And you can do that. You may not win the lottery. You, you, I'm not, we're not talking about financial right here necessarily. And yet, I, 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 Pastor, I once was young and I'm definitely getting old, praise God. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I'm telling you, God, I'm telling you, God has always divinely taken care, providentially taken care of me and my family. Hallelujah. God has divinely provided. He has protected. He has, he, he, has, he has been good. He has prospered me. 
I, I, I don't live in a million dollar mansion. I don't drive a hundred thousand dollar car. No, that's not the type of prosperity I'm talking about. Those things will pass away. All of those things will be gone. But, but I'm telling you, the prosperity that I'm talking about is that inward man, that, that blessing, those things, that promise. Jesus is coming. When he comes, he's going to take me out of this world. Hallelujah. I'm going to go to a place that they paved the streets with gold. You talk about a mansion on this earth that's absolutely nothing. That your way may be prosperous and that you can have good success. Thank you for those very kind words in your introduction in regard to me. I appreciate it so very, very much. I want you to know today that anything that I have that, that God has done in my life, it's because of God. God, God, God is the one who has, who has taken us, all of us, to where we are today. Hallelujah. And any success, any praise, any glory, any, anything that, that, that the Lord has done, all the praise, all of the glory belongs to God because I know me. My wife knows me, and there's no way that you would have ever thought that God would have allowed me to do the things I've been able to do by myself. It's all because of him. As long as we honor and praise and glorify him, we are going to have good success. Hallelujah. God is going to be good to us. Third one. I've got five. So about halfway, okay? Third one, that we would be able to be victorious in regard to those inward battles in our life. I, I talked about the inward man a few minutes ago. You know, I, I, can, I can come here. I, I hope I'm smiling. I hope I'm looking good. I have a tendency to be a frowny face. That's just, that's just me. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, so I know I'm out there on the whatever I'm on, you know, and uh, here in the church and, and everything. Uh, so, you know, but I can, I, can, I, can, I can put on a smiley face and I can, I can put on a facade. All of us can. But down here, down here in our heart, down here in our spirit where we live with ourselves. We, we, we live with our spouses. We, we live with people. They see us, but down here, where we live with ourselves, there's battles going on. There's, they're, they're, they're raging. And, I, and I, I, want, I want you and I want me <laughs> to be victorious in regard to these inward battles. Because, again, we all have these battles and if we lose these battles, it, 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 will, it will destroy us. You see, there's, there's, there's the battle in the mind. There's the battle in the soul. There's the battle in the spirit. There's, there's the battle in the heart. I've heard it said that, that the mind is the battleground on which all moral and spiritual battles are initially fought. And if you lose it there, then the next place it's going to go is into your spirit it gets into your spirit, then it becomes, starts becoming a part of you, and you become, you, you become, you become like that. 
and, and we all have those battles that we have to deal with. We, 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 we deal with attitudes and, and, and things that, 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 are, that are not right. And, and, and it seems like that the enemy sends into our mind thoughts that, that we know are not pleasing to God. And, 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 and it, it bothers us. And we understand that's not godly. That's, that's not right. And, and we're not supposed to think those things. And, and so we pray and we get victory over it. And, 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 and praise God. You see, you can't, you can't keep the devil from sending that thought into your mind, but you don't have to let the you don't have to let it settle there and abide there. You recognize it, you rebuke it, and you get rid of it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Again, you take authority in in in, in, in the power of God, but but that 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 battle, those battles in the mind are sent there to try to wear you down and beat you down. I know I'm talking about the inward man a lot and, 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 and I don't know why necessarily God knows. I hope, I hope this is reaching somebody. hope it's touching somebody. But, but we have to fight that battle. And, and, and so the Bible tells us what sort of things are good. What sort of things are true? What sort of things are honest? What sort of things are just? What sort of things are of good report? What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are virtuous? What sort of things are true? Uh, 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 what sort of things are beautiful? What sort of things are holy? If there be any praise, if there be any virtue, think on these things. And, and, and that's a battle sometimes, but we got to fight that battle. And I pray that we be, be victorious in regard to the battle in our mind. Hallelujah. Those inward battles that we fight against. And we can, again, we can hide them from everybody most of the time. But we can't hide them from ourselves and we can't hide them from God. And God will help us. God will help us. Oh my goodness alive. God, if, if, if you know, I, I, I was thinking just, just a few minutes ago while, while we were worshiping Lord and praising Lord and what a beautiful atmosphere of, of praise and that's the reason I got up here and wanted to continue the, this service in that atmosphere of praise and, 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 and I, I thought to myself if I could just have this same attitude when I'm sitting in traffic, amen? I could just have this same attitude when, when, when the pressures of the job and, and the pressures of the world and the flesh and the devil are coming against me. If I could just have, if I, if I could just be in church all the time in this atmosphere, I, I can make it. Praise the Lord! I, I can, I can have victory. I can have victory. But we have, but we have to go out there into the world. We're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. But, but still, again, it, it comes against us. I know I'm going back to what I've already said, but, but. I I think it applies right here. And we, we have to do that. We have to do these things. And, and so the, the, the deal is, let's, let's do our best to be victorious. Praise God. Let, let's have an attitude of praise and worship. Pray without ceasing in regard to those inward battles that we have to fight. And the next time that somebody cuts you off in traffic, you won't blow your horn at them. I hope this is okay to say. I, 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 we, we were doing some work uh, in, in, in the garage the other day, and, and I had this portion of this table uh, there. It fell and hit me on the foot. 
And I, I, I hollered. I did. I mean, it hurt. And then, then almost immediately, Pastor, correct me if I'm wrong, but this thought came to my mind. I didn't cuss. And, and, and I don't normally cuss. I don't normally. I knew I was going to mess it up. I don't cuss. I, I don't. I, I, from a kid. I, from a kid. I'm telling to God be the glory. The, the other children that I played with, as we grew up, boys, you know how boys are, they're crazy, and, uh, and, uh, and they don't get better as they get older, but anyway, uh, uh, you know, some of them would use profanity, and I, I never did. I, I, honestly, from, from a child, I wanted to please the Lord, and I knew that using profanity was, 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 not, was, was not good, okay, all right, so, uh, and, and they told me, you know, you don't cuss. I said, yeah, I don't, you know. And uh, uh, so when that happened, I, I thought, I didn't. I did not say any bad words or anything. I hollered, oh boy, like I said, it hurt. But, but I thought, praise God, that has been a, a lifestyle of mine all of these years. And when that happened, whereas it would have been uh, uh, maybe a, a, a phrase to come out from, from the world out there, but, but it didn't come out from me. And, and so we've, we've got to be able to fight these battles, praise God, that, that makes sure that the inward man, uh, uh, win that battle in the inward man, I, I, I need to move on two more, two more. That we would be rooted and grounded in God's love. And I heard us singing about the love of God. Y'all sang the songs. Jennifer, you sang the songs that, that I'm, I'm preaching about here today. Rooted and grounded in the love of God. When, when, when we talk about being rooted and grounded in the love of God, I, I'm, we are the plant and God's love is the ground and, and, and we're grounded in his love that our, that our, you know what roots do, they sink deep into the ground and I pray that we be rooted and grounded in his love and I said I was going to mention the Ten Commandments again God's love covers the Ten Commandments you know, the, 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 the first four uh, deal with our relationship to God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt, you know, you, you know those. And the last six, they deal with our relationship with our fellow man. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Shall not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. Okay, they, they deal with our relationship with God. And so when Jesus is asked that question, the guy comes up to him and he says, what is the greatest commandment? And you know what I'm getting ready to say. Jesus says, well, I'm paraphrasing right here. Really, there's two. He said, number one, you love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. And, and so I, I'm, 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 wanting, I'm wanting this year, I'm, I'm, wanting, I'm wanting to love God more than I've ever loved him before in my life. And I'm wanting you to love God, to simply love God. And when you love God, it don't matter about anything else, praise God. 
It, it doesn't matter about anything else. Love God with all of your strength. Praise God. And then Jesus says, the second one is likened to it. Uh, that, think about that. Love, we, we all know that we're supposed to love God. But, but the second one is likened to it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, praise God. I get aggravated with myself, but I haven't found a point yet where I ever hate myself. No, sir. I I love me, okay? I I do. I love me. I I really, really do. And the Bible says, love your neighbor like you love yourself. Wow. Again, I get frustrated with myself, but I usually forgive myself after a while. A lot of things about me, but eventually I'm, I'm going to get over it, praise God, and I, I'm going to go on being me, Thomas L. Tatum. I, I'm, not, I'm going to keep on being me. And so what Jesus is saying right here is love, love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, now let me explain this love to you very briefly right here before I move on to my last point this morning. We have to understand. You see, here's where the devil gets us sometimes. The devil gets us when, when something happens and there's this conflict between us and somebody else and, and it reaches the point of conflict where we just don't want to be around that person. We're very aggravated with that person and we don't feel real good about that person. And, 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 so, and so then the devil jumps in and says, well, you're supposed to be a Christian. And you're supposed to love that person. And, and it, look how you're feeling about that person. And you really don't, you, you must not be a Christian because you're not loving that person like you're supposed to. Let me tell you something about the love that God's talking about here. He's not talking about a warm, fuzzy, affectionate kind of of love. That's not the love he's talking about. The love of God is always a love that does something. For God so loved the world that he gave. That's the type of love that we're talking about. That is agape love. That, that is that type of love. The, the, the best illustration that I can give to you is this. Imagine that you've got a problem with, with somebody and you're not feeling that warm, affectionate, fuzzy kind of love for them. And, and, and uh, and so you're riding down the road and, and you see them on the side of the road and they're broke down. Here is the love that God's talking about. You'll stop and you'll help them. You'll stop and you'll help them. I preached that at one church and a pastor stood up after church and said, well, I was broke down one day. My wife just rode right by me. She says she didn't see him, I think. I, I just, uh... You remember Vinny Castellani? Okay, I, I, I don't know if you knew Vinny Castellani or not. He was a good friend of mine, and, and uh, when I was doing my master's program, uh, I was riding. Uh, we, we, we had to go down to Cleveland, Tennessee, and, and uh, there was a stretch of uh, Interstate 40 uh, between uh, the mountains and Knoxville, Tennessee, and, and we were riding down the road, and Vinny had gone in front of us uh, uh, a few hours earlier, and he he broke down on the side of the road. He was on the side of the road, and and we rode we rode. I was driving, and I rode right past him. I didn't stop. 
this is the honest truth. I did not see him. I, I honestly did not see him. If I'd have saw him, and we weren't having problems, we were friends, but, 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 but the point is, I didn't see him. So, so I, I, I did not stop. But, but the point is, if you see them, and, and, if, and, if, and, if, and if they're there, you stop and, and, you, and you say, how can I help you? And I guarantee you, when you do that, all of a sudden, if there needs to be any warm, fuzzy, affectionate love come in there, it, it, it will come in there. God, God, will take, God will take care of that. I want us to be filled with the love of God. Finally, finally this morning, I want us to be filled with God's fullness. Let me go back to our reading text. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I want us to be filled with the fullness of God. Hallelujah. When Paul says that, when he says, I want you to be, I, I, I want you to know all of the spiritual blessings, heavenly places, he spends the rest of Ephesians, he, st he spends the next six chapters of Ephesians explaining and talking about what he meant by all spiritual blessings. And when we look at the book of Ephesians, we understand that chapters 1 through 3 is what we call the doctrinal section. It deals with all of the blessings that we have, and I don't have time to mention them. I'll mention a few in just a moment. Chapters 4 through 6 of Ephesians deals with the practical, how you take those blessings that God has given to you and, and you apply them into everyday life. So when we begin to look at that, we begin to see that in, in Ephesians there is grace. I, I want you to be able to experience God's riches at Christ's expense. Hallelujah. I, I, then there's mercy. I want you to be able to experience the mercy of God. When we talk about the grace of God, it is God's blessings that we don't deserve. When we talk about the mercies of God, it is God's judgment that we do deserve. But God's mercy allows us to escape all of that. Hallelujah. If I got what I deserve, I wouldn't get what I've got right now. But God, through His grace and mercy, has blessed me. Hallelujah. And I, I want us all to experience that. The, I want us to experience the peace of God. The peace of God that passes all understanding. The peace of God that goes beyond and destroys the evil and the darkness and the despair and the depression and the fear and the anxiety and the wickedness and the ungodliness and the uncleanness and the perversions of the world, the flesh and the devil. I want us to experience the peace of God in our heart and soul that goes beyond all of those things and is established within us. I want us to experience hope. Mm. The hope of one day hearing him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want us to experience the hope of, 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 of a glorified body that I was talking about earlier today. I, I want us to experience that hope. I want us to experience the power, the anointing of God in our lives. Read, read Ephesians chapter 1. 
Paul says, I want you to be able to understand. I want you to have revelation knowledge. I, I want you to be able to comprehend what the, 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 the power that is toward usward that believe. Hallelujah. And then Paul goes on to explain that power in that first chapter. He says, it's the same power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. It is the same power that caused him to ascend into heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in also that world which is to come. He said, I want you to experience that power in your life. God wants us. I want us to be filled with the fullness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. In our lives. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Why do I want us to? experience those things two simple reasons number one I want you to experience everything that God has got for you so that you will not be a second class Christian the Ephesians did not understand they had these things but they did not understand what they had and therefore they did not feel like they were as good as the Jewish Christian because they were not Jewish. I don't want you to ever think that you are a second class Christian. In, in, in the kingdom of God, you are number one. You are first in God. God loves you. God cares about you. Jesus Christ died for you. The Holy Ghost makes intercession for you. Jesus Christ ever lives to make intercession for you right now. You want to know what Jesus is doing right now? He is making intercession for you that you can experience the fullness of Almighty God within your life. Oh, hallelujah. I don't want you to ever feel like that you are a second-class Christian. Number two, I don't want you to have second-hand faith. I don't want it. I, I, I know we pass down the faith. Don't misunderstand me. But I don't want it to be second-hand faith. I want it to be first primary faith in your life. Hallelujah. In which you know that you know that you know that you are a child of Almighty God. Oh, praise God. And that all of these things are real and present within your life. Amen, amen, amen. Would you stand together with me, please? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I have preached. I had something else to preach this morning. I did up until last night when I was praying. But, but, but this, this came on me so strong last night. I hope, I've, I hope I've obeyed the Lord. I hope that you've received something out of this. I hope God has touched you and, and ministered to you and encouraged you by, by the word of the Lord. This is my word to you today. Hallelujah. Would you take just a moment now to just begin to praise the God of heaven one more time. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. We praise and glorify honor and adore you Lord you deserve all of the glory all of the honor all of the praise thank you Lord for what you have done thank you Lord for what you have accomplished oh I praise you I glorify you hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus Now, if there's anybody sitting here in this sanctuary 
there's anyone out there that has heard this message today or will hear this message today, if you've got a need in your life, I want you right now to just look up to God. I want you to look up to God, take your hands, place them over your heart. And I want you to just simply say, Lord, here I am. Lord, touch me and help me to receive that which you have for me right now. In the name of Jesus, if it be a financial blessing, if it be a physical blessing, if it be a spiritual blessing, receive it right now. In the name of Jesus, touch them, Lord, and minister to them in a great and mighty way. And Lord, we'll praise you and we'll glorify you, Lord, for all that you do and all that you accomplish. In the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus, we ask for these things and believe and pray and claim the victory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you praise the Lord one more time? Lord, I praise you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you've done, Lord. I give you the praise and the glory and the honor. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me another opportunity to come and to share what I feel like the Lord wanted me to share. Thank you for the very generous gifts uh, that you've given to us today. Thank you for being Cornelius Church of God. Thank you for your faithfulness. I've had the privilege to come now a few times and, 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 and to see your faithfulness. But more than I see that, God sees that. And God bless you so very, very much. I appreciate it so very, very much, Pastor. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah.